Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. Dublin City Council received multiple complaints from residents and made controversial calls for a cull of the seagulls. In many of the cities around the country, by the way, not just Dublin, can I point out. However, the local authority told those complaining uh, there were very little that could be done about it as many of the birds were protected species and others were migratory and would be soon gone. In one instance, a four-year-old child ended up bleeding after being pecked by a, on the face by a seagull in Stevens Green. And an email to the city council said, My daughter was in the buggy right in front of me at the time with a rice cake in her hand. I just wanted to report it as obviously it was quite traumatic for us all. And I'm sure... The seagull enjoyed the rice cake, but I'm sure the baby was quite upset. Her daughter was quite upset. And it could be, I mean, it could be extremely dangerous, as your mother would say, to take an eye out. <laughs> I mean, I've often been out there in Hoth, and you'd have a bag of chips in your hand. And they'd be like vultures. <laughs> they'd just come down, they'd take it clean out of your hand. Ashling, I think Ashling is going to tell me something here. Sorry, Ashling. Or an ice cream. I have been, I frequented Hoth before, and I had an ice cream that was great. Do they like ice cream? Well, listen, the one that came for me loved it, wanted it. And it nearly took my eye out. See, this is your mother would always say, they'll have an eye out. It nearly took my eye out. Or I'd How would you take your eye out if you had an ice cream in your hand? Swooping down, he was swooping down to my face. Right. Was and was he big? I was mid-licking the ice cream, yeah. you, you were mid-lick? Yeah. <laughs> and was he big? It was very traumatising. <laughs> I know I'm laughing about it now. It was very traumatising. And even Tara, Tara told you before, yeah. our newsreader, saying that she was in Stephen's Green and she had, you know, started eating her sandwich. And he actually come down and, and grabbed the sandwich out of her. Right. Out of her hands, yeah. Have you seen Tara's sandwiches? <laughs> <laughs> but I've also, I've been out in Hoth before as well. Hoth seems to be the primary of the area where they, they really go for people. Yeah. And I was, um, there was a f- young family and they had a little kid with them. And like that too, the, the kid was kind of like, kind of going, oh, go get the seagulls away. And when they went to eat the chips, the seagull came straight down and the kid... They're very clever, you know. I've, to leave. I've often been in a, a local car park and I'd grab a KFC. So mm-hmm. I'd sit in the car park and eat it, right? And they'll surround the car. Yeah, they're very... They, to be fair, they are very clever birds. I don't and know they're looking you, at um, you, waiting for you to throw something out the window at yeah, them. Yeah, but I don't know if you remember that video that went viral there last year of, I think it was in Grafton Street. And the seagull was standing outside like a spar. And obviously, you know, they have the... Um, the what's it called? The... Automatic doors. Oh, okay. And he was standing there and he could see something that was on the floor, a bit of food that was inside. And he waited until the door opened, went in, grabbed the food, and came back out again. Yeah. Oh, they are clever. I've seen them across the road here, sitting on the fence, because we have the builders next door, right? Yeah. there, And there'll be hundreds of builders outside the spar shop all having their lunch. And the amount of seagulls. And they, they don't care. They just don't care who's like they won't even move for for cars. Yeah, Nothing. they don't have any, yeah, they they're not scared of you anyway. <laughs> You're more scared of them than they are of us. Right, so what do we do about them? Do we cull them? Now, as I said, they are protected. But there is licenses that people, you know, you, they can give out a license to, for example, to cull them at a certain period of time if we believe there's too many of them around. Uh, you know, there's been loads of emails. Somebody said I it's almost broke the glass. Was highly aggressive when it came down towards their car. Uh, last Saturday, a seagull tried to enter a home when nearly went through a Velux window, according to somebody else. I'm looking here. Uh, the roof uh, and the cars are regularly destroyed by their excretions, says somebody else. <laughs> That's the least of your worries now, their excretions. But in response, Dublin City Council said that while they understood the frustration, they could not interfere with the nesting birds under EU bird directive. Uh, it said if gulls were pecking on windows, it could be that they're seeing their own reflection. Well, I don't think people need to know why they're doing it. They want to know what you're going to do about it. 
uh, this, this a job for the council to deal with because if they are dangerous, something has to be done. But of course, we all have to live on the planet together, us and the animals. So we need to come up with a nice solution rather than maybe culling it, culling them. But I don't know whether you agree with that. I mean, would you agree with the calls to cull some of the seagulls? Because, you know, there's a fairly big population. It's not that you miss a few of them. But would you agree with culling them? Let me know. I mean, we cull the reindeer in the Phoenix Park every year. You know what I mean? Rain, well, not reindeer, they're deers. <laughs> every child in the country was traumatised by me saying that. My God, Santa Claus is reindeers. No, I don't mean Santa Claus is reindeers. The deer, sorry, the deer in the Phoenix Park, we call them. We call cats. We do. We have a lot of cats. We call rats. We call all sorts of animals when we believe that the population is a little bit out of control or they've gone a bit mad. Uh, so the number is 087-188-0008. Would you agree with a licence for a certain period of time every year? I'm not just saying that it's every man for himself and you all just go out with guns shooting. It would be a licence for a specific company or an organisation or a ten- tender put out to cull some seagulls. Let me know what you think. The number is 087-188-0008. Yeah, Richie has just texted in. He says, Jesus, is Ashley having a go with the seagulls now? Is anything safe, the poor girl? Ah, stop, would you? Terry, you're in Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing, Terry? I'm all right, man. How are you? Good. How are you? Having a good day? I'm having a really, really great day. So you came on the Bloomin' Radio talking about the, pe- the things I hate most in the world, which are seagulls. Why? Why do you hate the most in the world? Because they live on my roof, Niall. Oh. They live on my roof every single year. And what happens is, when a, a baby seagull gets bigger, it yeah. comes back and it nests in the place where it was born. Right, so, so they remember your house, like? They remember my name. <laughs> they remember your name. <laughs> they do. They tap at the window and they go, Terry, it's us. We're back. <laughs> so, and do, are, are they doing much damage, like? Yes, they are. They have damaged my roof. And we've had the builders out last last year. They, they, you know the way they make their nests and it's full of crap, yeah. right? Yeah, that stuff. And yeah, that stuff. And but but over the years it built up, right? So next of all, la- do you remember la- last February twelve months we had huge rain, rain for ten days or God knows what here. Yeah. And next of all, the rain was coming in down through my attic and down into the bedrooms. Right. Um, at the back. And I, I couldn't understand what it was. So the, the roofer came out and up he got. And he said, it's seagull crap. All built up in the... in the. Even though we had plastic spikes, they, they will make their nests on the plastic spikes. And there was so much of the crap there that it was blocking up the gullies. And, yeah. and that the rain had nowhere to go but back into the house. Right. Okay, so it was and flying it was back mad. into the house again because it was all blocked. Yeah. Exactly. Right. You know. So as soon as as soon as the roofer, Dermot, my roofer is brilliant, he, he took off the, the crap and bucket full of it and there was still raining, no more rain coming into the house. Right, would you agree oh, with by, by the way, would you agree with calling them? It's a bit cruel, isn't it? Ah, Shoot no, them like or you something. No, you're just after saying that, that we're culling deers. That's cruel. Yeah, well you we know? do call the and we call the cats, the poor cats yeah. as well. Yeah, that's cruel. Now, I, I, I agree with the rats. They, they're vermin. They should be culled and got rid of. God, we have enough rats alive. And, yeah. uh, we don't need, we don't there's need there's the a few of them up there in Leinster House. Could we, we could do away with. No, don't get me started on that now. Well, hang on for a second. Let me just go to, ter- uh, to Claire as well. Claire, you're an Ireland's classic kid. How you doing, Claire? Hi, how are you? Good, Claire. What would you like to say? Well... I don't really have such a solution because I'm not really sure, but it just sickens me how the first answer always is, 
kill them, call them, call kill them, everything. call the goal. I, I, yeah, I just think every life matters. I do. I know. Like even like a little spider. Every every life matters. Yeah. Ah, you can't, How far do you take that? Where do you end the line? Where do you draw the line on that? Well, I mean, not. do you worry about the fly that hits your windscreen? No, no. If you if you're walking and you can't tell by my accent, but you know what I mean. But um, it's like what that lady said about rats. Not the same as her, but um, you know, there's ways of getting rid of them without killing them. You know. But how? They've been trying for years. I don't believe that. I I just think no, I don't believe that. I think they just say right, we call them end off. They don't even think about anything. I just think it's terrible. It's very mm. sad, you know. Yeah. But have you have you got seagulls living on your roof? No, I don't. But I do get no. up with other birds. I do. Oh, well, really. Yeah. Well, other birds don't do what seagulls do, and they they tap on your windows. They walk around your your roof all night long. They don't sleep. They're walking on the roof all night long. Right, I understand that, but don't kill them, you know? Yeah, but I mean, could you imagine if they're walking around on your roof all night, Claire, and you're hearing this? You're never going to be, you're never going to be able to sleep. Yeah, yeah. I'm in the I car. I don't agree at all. There has to be another way. I know I do. I understand. I do feel sorry for you. That's awful. I do know people oh, who you. suffer yeah. from other... Yeah. There's another lady I know on the road that has a tree right outside her bedroom and all the sparrows and all the in there. But, um, no, I just, that's where I rang in to say, I think it's terrible that that's the first choice. Oh, we should call them, you know? Yeah. And I know they're annoying little feckers. We all know that, you know? Yeah, well, they are annoying. They can be annoying. But there's also, on a serious note, there's the dangerous side to it as well. I mean, we, we have seen complaints and we have got texts in relation to what Ashling was saying as well. You know, you'd be enjoying your chips by the, the coast or whatever. And you don't even have to be near the coast because they're coming more inland. And according to yeah. the experts, the reason they're coming inland is because they can't get food in their natural habitats anymore. So they're coming That's more cool. inland. And you've got some kid with a burger in his hand in Stephen's Green. And next minute, this thing like an eagle comes down, takes it off, and and they could leave a fair mark on a child's face or something, you know what yeah. I mean? No, I but know that's dangerous, but we need to learn from that. You just have to be careful and not give them a burger there. You know what I mean? <laughs> what? Don't give your kids a burger. <laughs> give it uh, somewhere else. Uh, well, no. Listen, Look, if a burger I knew... came down, a, a seagull took my mother's sandwich. It wasn't hot. It was a seagull took your mother's sandwich? Overhand as well. Yeah, right, okay. Comes. Come on, it's not funny if you're starving, but get over it, you know what I mean? I'm not yeah, talking about the kid. I mean, it, I mean, Claire, I do. I mean, I do empathise with Terry's situation, and many people are texting in more or less saying the same thing as well. I mean, yes, they're animals. We all have to live together on this wonderful planet of ours. But I mean, there is a time and a place, and you know, we are the human beings, and you know, unfortunately for the animals, we're in charge. Yeah, but and, although, although I sometimes I, I wonder about that. But in, in saying that, you know, we have to protect people, and if these animals are a little bit out of control, you know, we have to get them back into control. 
Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. whose fault is it that their natural habitat is gone? Whose fault it's is the, it? It's the government because they made a rule that the, the fishermen aren't allowed to throw back in the waste of the fish that they catch. They used to throw the heads and the tails and back into the water again. In. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's right. I think you're right there, actually. Yeah. Gathered out at sea, and that's where they were. Well, then I'm sorry to the say food. we have to call the government. <laughs> call, call the government. By the way, if there's any fishermen listening, you're welcome to give us a call. By the way, the number. By the way, if you want to text or WhatsApp is oh eight seven one double eight double zero. Because I'd love to know actually the real reason for this. Because uh, Mick, you're a field biologist and director of Amiga Environmental. So Mick, why are we suddenly seeing? Or why at certain times of the year do we see the gulls coming more inland and basically attacking people in parks? Oh, you know, um, yes. Um, it, it's it, it is seasonal, but it's 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 also down to nesting. So they they'll they'll put their they'll start to build their nests from kind of the start of April, right? Uh, and by the by the the first couple of weeks of May, uh, a clutch is a seagull's nest is called a clutch with eggs in it. There might be four or five, uh, even six eggs in it, right? Um, and that's that's six new birds per nest. So um, I happen to know a statistic in Balbriggan. There's more mating pairs of seagulls in Balbriggan than there is human population. Oh right! So and, could, by the way, is that has that changed over the years? Like, are we seeing an increase in the population of gulls, or is it more or less what it's always been? Well, it's, it's kind of more or less. Well, I won't say it's more or less what it's always been. It, it, there is an increase in gulls simply because the ones that were traditionally seagulls will be out at sea are now in inland, yeah. and they're they're now nesting in land uh, rooftops, uh, air vents. Um, and is uh, it because the reason Claire suggested because the f- the fishermen are not chucking the the old bits of fish back into the water anymore? Uh, that's that's partly it, but it, it, think of it, it's, it's much easier to go and raid a bin or rob a burger off a child than it is to uh, catch a fish. Uh, and also, they're, they're they're not far inland. They're not in the natural habitat. They're not out at sea, and they wouldn't even know the food was there. They wouldn't know that the, the fishermen were doing that. This this would have been a knock-on effect from. Uh, it would probably would have started at coastal towns like Hope, Balbriggan, and Scary. So, what you're saying is some sort of okay. So, what you're saying to me, Mick, and sorry for interrupting you, it's like an evolutionary yeah. cha- change. So, in other words, yeah. the, the the seagulls, which used to be called seagulls, are now land gulls, and and yeah. this is what they've been raised to do. So, they they wouldn't know any better. Uh, pretty much, yeah. So if you th- if you think about it, like a seagull can live up to twenty five years, right? So uh, it's, it's a very long lifetime. And every year, a uh, couple of, like if there's sixty birds every year, but they're born inland, they sure they wouldn't even know how to get to the sea, you know? Right. Okay. Um, and as a result, then the dependency then and, and man provides that quite well with uh, you know uh, ill-packed waste, ill-packed rubbish, um, stuff that's thrown on the ground, discarded. You said it yourself there, sitting outside KFC. I covered the whole country. I, I'm on the road quite a bit and you'd, you'd pull in for a bit of dashboard dining and the next thing you know you've got crows you've got uh, seagulls you've got all sorts of things uh, you know tapping on the window waiting for their turn yeah know? or they'll, or they'll uh, surround the car they're very clever you know what I mean and, do you know what I watched one of them one day here I watched a, a seagull one day and I was outside having a smoke and a guy went into the spar shop and got himself a roll a builder so he walked back out of the shop and the gull was across the road on the fence watching him and I could see the gull's head turning as your man was walking down the road. And then it flew to another post near to where he was, watching him yeah. again. And he was unwrapping his roll and he was taking <laughs> it out. And the gull was watching, waiting for its moment. And then it went up to a higher point at, a, at the top of a, of a lamppost. And That's just true. as he walked across the road, somebody called him and he looked back. And next minute, the gull just swooped, waited for the moment and swooped, <laughs> took half the roll out of his hand. And I'm yeah. saying, these are really clever. They're, they're clever animals, like. Smash and grab. If you if you if your dependency is uh, if, if all you've got to do every day is is find uh, food, 
yeah. you, you learn how to do it pretty quickly. Yeah, spar shop uh, is the best place to find it, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that bins. But in terms of, uh, I, I don't believe a call uh, is, is, is going to do the job. I don't think it's correct. Uh, I think there has to be a couple of steps leading up to... So what is, the, what is the solution for Terry with all her gull poo on her roof and, and kept well, up at night because she can't even sleep at the things? I, I used to live uh, I used to live in another country by the sea and at four o'clock in the morning the gulls would start and it, 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 you'd want to pull your ears off. It was Drive you to distraction, yeah, yeah. Uh, absolutely. So what, what we used to do... <laughs> that noise. <laughs> <What we used laughs> to... Sorry, it's Terry. Painful. Sorry, Terry. It's a, uh, she, she sounds like she... Need, that, that She's traumatised. Like she's a bit of WD-40 in there. <laughs> Sorry, Terry, what did you say? You're traumatised. I'm traumatised by them. <laughs> absolutely. You know, but they they're coming that for... long that my daughter put names on them. They, you know, they, they just won't leave us alone. We've robbed them with Dick and we've gone. <laughs> <and we've laughs> <and we've laughs> <and we've laughs> How are they? They're like family now. Oh, I'll tell you what happened one year. Last, it was last year. One of the babies came down off the roof, thought it was ready to fly, but sure it wasn't. So, oh my God, it was like, um, it was like, a, a, what did they call that uh, when they put out a call over the radio, you know, um, for all the police to come or whatever, somebody in the area. This was, uh, the gold came from miles around to protect it, yeah. right? So I couldn't let my dog out because I kept going to the, for the dog. But what we did was, I've no side entrance, but my neighbour does, and we have a gate in our, between our gardens. So we had to lay a trail of bed and food. And we got to take the trail of food right out into the middle. I live in a little cul-de-sac here. Well, see, but now you're doing and the wrong. You're, now you're feeding them as well. So why wouldn't they have a problem? I had a reason to feed them. Just get rid of them. Otherwise, I was going to have them in my back garden for a few weeks while he learned to fly. Yeah. I'd have all the parents and grandparents and brothers and sisters and God knows who come to visit. And they'd be uh, you know, all over my back garden. I don't have grass. I have tiles. Yeah. So it wouldn't, and even at that, even they get ruined at times. Yeah. And by the way, is there, is there, just before I go to the break, Mick, is there different types of seagulls? Because some of them look like they're eagles. They're huge. And the other ones look a bit smaller. I mean, are the males bigger than the females or are they the other way around? It's the other way around. So the female is bigger than the male? That's, but also, they haven't got a nice fish diet now. They're eating loads of carbs from burger buns, from pizza, from uh, processed meat. So, so you're telling me they're morbidly obese? Is that what you're telling me? Yeah, it won't be long now. We keep up doing what we're doing. They won't be able to fly at all. Right, so, they're getting, so they are getting bigger. <laughs> and the little speckledy ones, I assume they're the youngsters, are they? Uh, I think they're the lesser back seagull, yeah. yeah. Oh, the lesser, um, oh, that's a different breed of yeah, seagull. They're, 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 Different again, but they, they, it's, it's the same thing. The birds they're coming inland for yeah. for sustenance and for uh, heat shelter and uh, uh, basically uh, heat food and shelter. That's all they're looking for. And once they've got that, you've got a problem. They're not when they're flying around up on the sky doing what they're supposed to be doing. They're not actually a pest. But when they're sitting uh, squawking on your roof at four o'clock in the morning, that's when they become an issue. We cover all sorts of pests, but they're only we only ever deem a pest a pest when it's somewhere it shouldn't be. All right, well, listen, do me a favour, stay there, because I've got to take a break. Uh, the number's 087-188-0008. That's 087-188-0008. Maybe you've had a problem with seagulls. And also, well, according to Terry, the right thing to do is what we call them. But uh, Mick, uh, who is a field biologist, says absolutely not. That's not the right way to deal with There's other ways of dealing with the problem. Niall, how are you? It's Neil. I heard that in the taxi before. Someone was telling me that the fishermen used to throw all the stuff out when they were whatever, cutting the fish open in the sea. But now they don't do that anymore. I think there was a law brought in with it to bring all that on shore and dump it somewhere. I don't know. But that's what I heard, that they don't do that anymore out in the sea. And that's where the gulls are in here. They're starving. 
Cheers, pal. You won't be the first, you won't be the last to say it. A lot of people saying exactly the same thing. The reason that the seagulls are coming inland, although Mick believes that a lot of these seagulls are being bred inland, so they know no better. They've, ne- they've never seen the sea. Uh, the reason that they're inland is because the fishermen are not showing the guts and the heads and the tails and everything back in the water again. Uh, Niall, I think it would be awful cruel to cull the gulls, as you put it. Uh, they are animals and we have a responsibility and a duty to them. Uh, let me just go to Ashley if I can. Ashley, you're on Classic Kids. Hi, how's it going? How you doing, Ashley? I'm so, uh, would you think culling the gulls is a good idea? No, it's horrendous. Why would you want to cull any animal? Well, they, well, they do it regularly. They do it in England with badgers and foxes and well, because and they start coming into people's houses and stuff like that. Yeah, but why are they coming to people's houses? Because we are overpopulating the, the whole planet. We are the problem, not the animals. They were here first, not us. But we are more important, aren't we? No, we're not. No, sorry. I don't think we're more important. You don't think we're more important than a seagull? No. Why Why would my life be more important than any other animal's life? And well, I understand theoretically what you're saying, but realistically, the, the life or the, the safety of a child is more important than the life of a seagull, I imagine. Uh, I don't agree. Like, if I was walking across the road and there was an animal in the middle of the road, I would put myself in front of a car for it. Would I you? I wouldn't care what animal it was. Would you? So yeah, yeah well, I, and by the way, I, I I respect your view on animals, and by the way, I love animals too, and you know, big dog lover, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, and I believe they're part of the family and all that kind of thing. But I do know the boundary, and I know where the line stops. You know what I mean? Because I still believe that we are top of the food chain. We are the most important things on this planet. Yes, we should respect all the animals. I absolutely agree with you, but I think we come first. Okay, that's fair enough. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, most people think that we do come. First, and that's why you have people over in like like South Africa trophy hunting, shooting rhinos. But that's the extreme. You're giving me the extreme, which most people disagree with. That's a whole different argument. But why does the rhino or the elephant life not mean the same? It does mean it. But hang on, hang on. Well, it's not the same as an endangered species in Africa. Is not the same as a seagull flying around in Houth. Let's be clear about it. Their life is not as important. If we start culling everything, they're all going to be endangered. Everything. Yeah, but I mean, animals are not equal to human beings. They don't have rights. They should have rights. They should have all the rights that we have. They have the the right to vote, for example. I I run a rescue and I rescue, me and my husband, we rescue wild birds and we rescue corvids. And we have one seagull that was hit by a car in my local town and is left for dead. Nobody cared about it. And that's that's horrendous. I'm not disagreeing with you. And fair play to you and well done to all the people in this country who go around, you know, helping animals or animals in distress, particularly dogs and cats or whatever it happens to be, or little animals that get hit by cars and roads. It's wonderful. But what I'm saying to you is, to suggest for a minute that an animal has the same rights as a human being is a ludicrous idea. Well, I do. But here's another here's another scenario I will put to you and to your listeners. Yeah. All the dogs and the rescues and the kennels and the rehoming centres across Ireland. There are so many dogs that have no homes. Why don't we call them? Because we don't call them because they're domesticated animals. But why don't but we call and, them? And, and, we, and no we do, by the way, we do call them. Because we do get dogs. Dogs do get put to sleep on a regular basis. Yeah, but they don't go around. Because they don't have dogs. homes. They can't rehome because there's too many of them. Yeah, we they try, get left yeah, we, we try to. Waiting for a home. Yeah, but we do try to rehome as many as we can. And if we, and if we can't, we just cull them. I don't know any kennels or rescue that cull dogs. When I say cull them, we put them, we don't use the word cull. We just put them asleep. Yeah, so. It's the same I, I, thing. It's not. It's well, what's the difference? Okay, well, you're giving a dog an injection to go asleep, or yeah, but you're, you're you can't you can't give a seagull an injection. Well, I mean, you can, well, what you about can... all those birds that have young chicks that they're nesting? Those chicks will then die because you've shot the parents. 
I don't think we go that far down the rabbit hole when we're thinking about. It. I'm not. I'm, by the way, I'm not advocating calling them. Oh, I know that. Yeah. But, but I'm just saying. I mean, we call deer in the Phoenix Park on a regular basis because the population gets out of control. But that's a very different reason. The population gets out of control for the deer, and then the deer get diseases. They don't go nabbing sandwiches off people that are walking through the park. So if the gulls were getting diseases and they were dying, then I'd say maybe yes, a call would be a good idea. Just because people are stupid enough not to hide their bloody sandwiches, that's not the gulls' fault. It's not just hiding the sandwiches. You heard Terry on the air there. She can't even get a night's sleep, for God's sake. Oh, God. Get over it. There's worse things in life than not to make sleep. Okay, fair enough. Ashley, (laughs) (laughs) Ashley, thanks very much indeed. I appreciate you coming on the air. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hit.